talk about social media. It's hard not to because it is by far the best platform you for you as a talent marketer to have for the purpose of growing and building a talent audience for the business you represent. Welcome back to Building a Modern Employer Brand Podcast. This is episode 38. My name is Susanna Rantanen and we're going to talk about what is the best social media for talent marketing. Social media, like it is meant to be used for building engagement and converting leads to your recruitment funnel for nurturing, can be an incredibly powerful means for you, uh, and uh, especially when used for consistent talent marketing purposes. There is still far too much focus on ad hoc random acts of marketing and advertising the company need or when there is a company need. Advertising has been losing its impact for a few years now uh, and I think the only advertising that still seems to catch attention and get people to talk is you know good old brand campaigns rolled out uh, you know at the same time in you know number of different mediums to cover the front pages of the biggest newspapers to to uh, be repeated on a radio to jump on your face everywhere on the internet or on mass media or television uh, and if you have that kind of budget to use you know two to four times a year you're extremely lucky and that only works if you have a sort of a mass product like Opted, because advertising in such a way for a single job is not a mass product and you're unlikely to ever get a return return on that kind of investment. So when we talk about talent marketing, you must understand that advertising, brand advertising, like you know, big brands do for their, you know, hugely popular you know, mass, covering masses for the consumer brands and consumer goods is a whole different ball game than, you know, what you need to do in this area for talent marketing specifically. So let's talk about social media where you could get so much more value out by understanding what works and developing your talent marketing skills. Now, the best social media for talent marketing will always be the social media that your target audience can be reached at in the form that increases the likelihood for you to grow the audience and get those ideal conversions to your talent funnel. So what does that mean? So it means that the recipe for social media marketing is not based on our personal preferences, It is not based on the preferences or the strategies or the decisions your uh, company marketing team made for your business-to-business marketing or for your consumer, business-to-consumer marketing. It is based on the preferences of those talent audiences that your business needs to hire now or within the next two to three years. So sometimes we lose sight on this. We assume that just because the marketplace is full of people on a sunny Sunday morning, that those people are the right people for your messages. 
Or that just because I personally enjoy spending time and hanging out somewhere means that others do too. So you gotta think about your target audience. You gotta make your decisions based on your ideal target audience, those people that your business needs to hire now or within the next two to three years. That is where you start. And your best social media forever will be the social media your target talent audiences prefer to use. A few episodes back, I spoke about how important it is to understand what social media was built for and therefore what it works best for. And that is uh, being social with your audiences. Surprise! Social media is not actually ideal for promoting and advertising. Those options are available for us because obviously that's how the social media platforms get their money. But if you ask yourself as a social media user, do you love seeing tons of adverts on your newsfeed on social media? You're gonna say no. I bet you're gonna say no. Say no. (laughs) Sometimes we have to do advertising. Advertising on social media means that we pay some money to get more eyeballs for the posts or the content that we've linked outside that social media platform. And this is necessary unless you do have a really big audience already on your account, on your profile, that you are super active with. So having a number, a huge number of followers doesn't mean that your followers are active at all, that you actually reach them. It is actually even more, it is more valuable for you if you, even if you have like a smaller audience, but they're active. They're active on your profile, on your page, on your profile, on your account. And I'm going to say that you are unlikely to be in that position. That is why our posts need a bit of a boost, as in paying, to get them to be shown for more people that we can otherwise get and reach. So your best social media is the social media your target audience uses the most for hanging out and spending time with. And the best way for you to use that social media is to create content and engage with your target audiences exactly the way they prefer on that platform. And that is also a challenge for most employers and talent marketers because we just keep ignoring the fundamental rule of fitting in and being social and using social media in ways that does not work at all. I recently heard about uh, somebody who has based on their you know, their social media use for the purpose of employer branding on measuring the number of followers on their uh, social media profiles. Now, that is their goal, to grow the number of social media followers on their, on their profiles. That is not proper employer branding at all. The number of followers you have on your platform is just a metric that if this number keeps increasing uh, and the followers that join you, that start following you, that they actually are the right kind of target profile, 
the right kind of followers, those that you want to message to, it is then a metric that tells that your content or whatever you're posting there, your messages are reaching the right, right kind of people and, uh, you know, they enjoy them, they like them and they want to see or hear or watch more. But it's just a metric that helps you to keep your whatever you do in your activities on social media on the right track towards your actual goals and objectives. You can still reach your goals and objectives on social media, even if your follower number didn't grow. So it's really important to understand that, that if you want to do social media marketing for employer branding, for recruitment marketing in a professional way, you have to stop ignoring the fundamental rule of fitting in and using social media in the way that it's meant for. And truthfully, most employers use social media in the way that if they were part of the external audience, uh, that they would actually be unlikely to even follow that account. I know that hurts to hear it, but uh, you, my friend, are in a position to put an end to it at any time you want to. When I look at, we often get asked to, to analyze social media accounts of our customers. And uh, the, the sort of the, I think that the most prominent characteristic when analyzing social media profiles of our customers is that the content and the messages that are posted, they um, are clearly meaningful and important the people who posted them and the people that already work at that company and the because they know exactly you know what the uh, sort of you know what's in that message but they don't open up to an external audience at all there's nothing that is interesting to a person looking at that company you know from outside that's what i mean when i say that most employers use social media in a way that if you was looking at that account, that, that social media account uh, from outside the company and you didn't know anything inside the company, you would be unlikely to even follow that account because it's just so uninteresting, so irrelevant, doesn't speak anything to an external audience. And you are in a position to put an end to it at any time. So I want to urge you to do that and I'm here to help you. The best social media for talent marketing is the social media your target audience uses the most on a daily or at least a weekly basis. The social media that your skills, your budget, your, your resources allows you to use in the ways that your audience prefers to consume and follow accounts on that social media. And that social media that is able to cater to your talent marketing goals and objectives. And increasing the number of your followers, it is not a goal, neither an objective for your talent marketing ever. It's just a metric, but it's, it's not necessarily even an important metric. I want to emphasize these are the three key rules for finding your best social media always and forever from here to the eternity. So the next thing you need to know is what are the current popular social media? Because the social media trends, they keep changing and users 
transition from one platform to another, they might be still they might still have profiles on all the main social media and even some of the not so main social media, but do they spend time there daily or weekly? Not necessarily. So you need to know the current trends and the current popular social media for your target audience to know when you also need to change your platform. Social media go through a kind of like a popularity contest regularly uh, every couple of years. Users transition between the social media platforms based on what are the most recent facts, what are the most recent and you know enticing new features, uh, what are the ways the mainstream uses that social media or stops using that social media, and where are those people that the users want to follow and engage with. Even if a person had a profile in every single social media platform in the earth, they are unlikely to hang out there on a daily and weekly basis. And for consistent employer branding, for consistent talent marketing, you need to know which is the social media the target audience that you need to reach is likely to be used on a daily or weekly basis. So for you to know which ones are on and which ones are off requires you to keep your tabs on what's going on. Keep up your knowledge of social media. This is another area that separates a talent marketing professional from those HR, those sound acquisition people, those recruiters, those marketing people who use social media occasionally who hardly ever use social media personally, who are not that interested in, you know, keeping up on what's going on. It takes time to keep your tabs on social media. Trust me. You know, I could, uh, I feel like I'm spending, you know, all my time learning and keeping up with the trends and what's going on and the new features, what's working, what's not working, how the consumer behavior changes, what are the marketing trends and so on. And still, you know, I feel like I'm missing out on a lot. So unless you spend all of your available free time, you know, keeping your tabs on social media, you know, consider not being on the top of it. It's just crazy. So it takes time to keep tabs on social media and it takes time to keep tabs on the behavior and the behavior changes of your target audiences. But it makes all the difference in the outcome, in the value that you, with your work, your input, can deliver and offer to the company that you represent. So you can literally waste time on social media. Meaning that you think you're doing something valuable, uh, you're investing in it, you may even be creating advertising and spend your company money on social media, but it doesn't deliver anything valuable, anything worthy to the business that you represent. And you can spend the same time, but if you know what you're actually doing, you know how to put the social media work for you, that is an investment where the previous example was a waste. So that's the difference between being a talent marketing bro and just doing some talent marketing on social media. And I want you to be able to stand up straight as a talent marketing bro. I want you to be able to do that. So here's my current take on the main social media in relation to talent marketing 
in 2020. So I'm saying 2020. It could be that this is the same thing in 2021, but we don't know because things keep changing and as usual, you know, change our minds and we just, you know, swim over to the other lake, you know, when we want to, when we, and, and nobody knows why and, you know, you know, are we coming back? So this is the current situation. LinkedIn. Let's start with LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I think, will be able to offer you out of the main social media the most value for hiring. When I talk about hiring, I mean searching for prospects, connecting with prospects, searching for interesting candidates and connecting with them to start a conversation about a specific job. The, the difference between searching for prospects and searching for candidates is that a like a headhunter should regularly be building their prospect list of talents that they already have a connection with before there is a job that they could offer uh, or a uh, client that they could introduce this prospect to. And then when you search for interesting candidates to an existing like a vacancy, a recruitment process, then you're actually trying to, you know, fill up the pipeline of applicants to that specific recruitment process by targeting specific types of candidates on, on LinkedIn. Uh, and you can, I think LinkedIn is also really good for, you know, with their recruiting tools and the way that they use their, use their algorithm to, to find matches for your open jobs. So I think this is what LinkedIn is currently really good for. But uh, this best use of LinkedIn is actually not marketing. This is sourcing. This is headhunting. This is three steps to the recruitment selection process kind of kind of kind of uh, activities. This is not talent marketing. LinkedIn is a hands-on platform for those who are good at doing the manual labor required in a recruitment selection process. LinkedIn is also great when you want to brand yourself as a recruiter in front of the clients and in front of your future employers and in front of uh, specific talent audiences. Because LinkedIn users see LinkedIn as a platform for, you know, professionally valuable exchanges, I think that you should really consider branding yourself as a recruiter because it will be a valuable investment for you, for your current job, as well as to, to your career as a recruiter so you're for your next steps. So this would mean that you profile yourself as the go-to person for both the talents, specific talents and specific niche, as well as those hiring managers who might need your services within these specific talent categories. And this is ideal for you if recruiting is your passion and if you want to build and further your career in recruiting, be it in-house or maybe as a service provider recruitment consultant. I have spoken about recruiter branding in this podcast episode 21. So if that is something that can add in your, you know, eyes value for your career, for your professional development, take a look at that episode. Uh, you can find it in whatever app you're using, just scroll down to find episode 21, or you can go to our blog, modernemperorbrand.com slash podcast21 to find it. You know, if you think about this recruit recruiter branding that you can do on LinkedIn, you can, as a recruiter, to relate to this when you think about how you go 
about hiring. So if you're an experienced recruiter, you are fully aware of certain talents in your niche or in your talent categories that the most employers would love to hire. They're known as the top talent in their area of expertise. They are the you know, the the uh, opinion leaders or the talent brands in specific uh, talent categories. So put yourself in that same position because you could be that if you had a recruiter brand and the best place to get started with your recruiter brand is LinkedIn. And then as your recruiter brand matures, you should definitely branch out from LinkedIn to other social media. But then the question is, in my opinion, is LinkedIn good for employer branding? And my opinion is that it's not. I, you know, obviously LinkedIn thinks that they are, and they certainly offer a lot of extremely pricey options for corporates, greedy corporates who go on and spend waste money on those options without, in my opinion, getting much in return. Those options probably worked 10 years ago when there was not a lot of other avenues to do employer branding, but everything has changed. Everything in your talent audience behavior has changed, even if your own use of of, uh, LinkedIn or social media hasn't changed at all. But, you know, when we do talent marketing professionally, it's not about us. It's about your talent audience and how to, you know, obviously build connections with them. So I don't think that LinkedIn employer branding solutions are the best option for employer branding. They cost a lot, but do they return that investment? I've never, ever heard any, anyone working in a corporation to say that, yeah, they're really good. Twitter. Hmm. What is Twitter good for? Yeah, that's right. Twitter has lost its spark. Now, I'm aware that Twitter is experienced in different ways in different corners of the world. But um, I think that it's good for you as a news outlet, outlet, it's good for self-promotion and uh, it's good for if you want to uh, appear uh, and showcase your personal wittiness in a form of short form posts. But none of this is really meaningful in actual talent marketing. Uh, I've also heard that they have some kind of a jobs thing going on, but I've never seen this. So I'm not sure whether this applies only to US or what it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can't, even if I really try hard, I can't recommend you to spend time on Twitter for talent marketing purposes. YouTube. I get asked about YouTube a lot. Truthfully, how YouTube audiences consume YouTube today has changed a lot over the past years. So unless your content, unless your content is proper YouTuber bro content, which I'm pretty sure that it isn't, uh, I've not seen a single one person creating that kind of video content for YouTube that actually looks like the kind of YouTube content people there are excited about. So I would say stay away. Stay away, why? Stay away because creating the level of video, like the quality uh, and the standards that the YouTube watchers expect from video content there, is just extremely time-consuming and very expensive to make. 
And creating just one video, that just simply doesn't mean, it means nothing. So you will need an entire series of episodic content that uh, you publish on a weekly basis, regularly, you never miss a week, and this will last at least for like a, a six months. And then, that would be wow. But uh, I'm going to put my money into betting that you're not going to do that. So I do not believe a single employer in this universe will allocate those resources required uh, today to be very successful and, uh, you know, on YouTube as an employer and for employer branding. So if you really want to branch out to YouTube for some reason, if that's where your audience is, your best strategy is to find a couple of YouTube influencers in the category followed by your target audiences and pay them to do consistent and results-driven influencer market marketing for your telemarketing needs. So you're going to need to, my advice is to outsource. And this is also going to cost you probably a big penny, but if you insist on YouTube, well, it's going to cost you a big penny anyway. So this would, in my opinion, be the best way to get your money's worth. Facebook and Instagram, I'm going to bundle them because they belong to the same family, even though they're two very different social media. But no matter what you think about Facebook, this conglomerate is your best option for talent marketing. But you must know how to use Facebook, Instagram, and also WhatsApp. So let's first talk about Facebook. Facebook is not good for posting irrelevant stuff Irrelevant, I mean irrelevant to your audience. It could be relevant to you, but it's not necessarily and very often not relevant to your, your audience. So it's not good for posting irrelevant stuff on your general company page. It costs you in time, it costs you in content production, but delivers you zero. Also likely to confuse your followers unless they are mostly your own employees, in which case not the best medium for internal communication. Uh, using Facebook groups and events features. Now, here's a chance to get somewhere. I think that groups are really good for building categories of audiences, targeted audiences, for example, a graduate audience or a UX designer audience or a software engineers in your city audience or something like that. But uh, when you use a group and when you start building a group, this will not work unless you get the members of that group to activate themselves to have those conversations on your group. So when you use the groups function, it is not the same as the company page function. And you need to take the role of a moderator rather than a content producer. So you have to have a consist consistent strategy to and a plan to follow that uh, and for that and to, to succeed with that. And that's hard. I've tried. I just don't have the resources to ace it. So don't take my example how to do how to use Facebook groups because it's really hard work and it really requires consistent resources to, to uh, succeed. Events. Events can be used also as your uh, sort of a recruitment process related uh, communications media uh, in order to, you know, take care of your candidate experiences. Now, here's an idea for you. 
create every time you have a recruitment process, create an event for that process. And the time frame from that event is it starts, the event sort of starts when the actual deadline for the application period kicks in. And then that event will be closed when the decision you know, where the hiring decision has been made. So that event is not on and active only for the duration of the application period. It's active until that recruitment project closes, meaning that when you actually fill that role. Then in your recruitment marketing, you direct all the interested candidates and applicants and job seekers to start following that event. Now, you should not request and ask people to join the event because obviously a lot of people will not want to really uh, reveal their identity when they look for a job, especially if they're still, you know, occupied somewhere else. But if you just uh, teach them to come uh, check out that events page, for example, every Monday, 3 p.m. with a new update, then they can sort of come and silently, you know, get the hang of it, what's going on. What can you post on an events page? Obviously, when the, the marketing time is on, meaning that the application period is on, you talk about the job, you you can uh, introduce the hiring manager, team members, you know, talk about which requirements means what, answer the most frequently asked questions from, that coming from job seekers. If somebody calls you or emails you with a question, you copy the question and the answer to this page so that everybody else gets that answer as well. Uh, so when the application date a deadline has been passed and you no longer accept applications, then you go into recruitment process communication where you, on a weekly basis, you inform what's going on in this process. Where are you? What's uh, slowing you down? Or what kind of decisions are you making at the moment? How can, you know, those that were invited, if you have any tips, how they can prepare for the next step? Uh, things like that. And obviously, once you're getting towards the selection uh, process and making the final decisions, then you sort of close that loop, close that conversation by communicating, maybe even uh, introducing who got the job. Um, you know, that's that. That's a really great way of using the Facebook events function. Facebook advertising, that is super. That is like uh, excellent and covers all paid marketing on Facebook, on Instagram, and the audience network. And uh, meaning that you can either boost your posts or that you've already published on Facebook or Instagram, or you can market uh, any content uh, that has a direct URL, direct link to, outside Facebook or outside Instagram, uh, but then you need to create an actual advertising campaign for it. Facebook, in my opinion, has the best advertising platform and ads manager tool in the universe. But it's, you need to know how to use it. But that's, you know, another episode. So the uh, best, I think Facebook advertising is best for recruitment marketing, but it's also really good for consistent expansion of your audience, as in building your employer image and your employer brand uh, by just boosting the posts that you publish there on a regular basis.
I uh, blogged about Facebook Creator Studio, which you can find on the modernemployerbrand.com, or you know I can put the direct link to that blog post on the episode article for this podcast, which is at modernemployerbrand.com/podcast. Three eight. This is an excellent tool. This is going to be your your go to social media management tool for Facebook and Instagram, and it's free. Then let's talk about Instagram. Instagram. I love Instagram. Instagram is best for employer brand. I love Instagram because it's best for employer branding, not best for recruitment marketing. But if you're up for it, you can use Instagram Stories and Live. Uh, to support building awareness of the vacancy. And you can also use Instagram stories for advertising the, the vacancy, you know, during the, the uh, gathering of applications for the process. Uh, you can use uh, IG stories and live to talk about the role, interview live, the hiring manager, do a, uh, you know, questions and answers uh, live or things like that. Also works well for building a candidate prospects list, but then you need to use either the direct messages function and the close friends tool, or try to get your followers to join your mailing list by having a link to something they can download against their email uh, on the only functional link, which is on the bio of your Instagram. Best for employer branding, my super favorite. It's ideal for telling stories, evoking emotions when you use the Instagram audience preferred style. Uh, good for you know the Instagram stories, good for live, good for newsfeed, good for IGTV, uh, good for carousel posts, uh, good for publishing um, videos on your newsfeed. The worst examples are from most B2B business profiles where there's nothing but dodgy photos that mean nothing for an outsider and they're not even visually inspiring. So if you want to get inspiration for how to use Instagram for employer branding, do not look at any business using Instagram for employer branding because it's likely to be a really bad example. So I always keep saying this, and this is where I find money inspiration also. I follow, and I recommend you to also follow, you know, Instagram influencers, especially those Instagram influencers that are loved by your talent target audiences. And then learn how to use Instagram and take tips, how they create content, how they talk, what do they post on stories, do they use Instagram TV, you know, what kind of videos they make, how do they, you know, what their photos look like, what kind of captions they write, what are their call to actions on their captions and so on, because that's what your audience wants to see. That's what they want to experience. All in all, LinkedIn is the best for sourcing. Instagram is the best for employee branding. Facebook is the best as an advertising platform, and uh, Twitter is not good for anything, <laughs> and uh, YouTube is only good if you can hire an influencer relevant to your target audiences and have them do this for you. And because we're talking about talent marketing, not about sourcing, my money is currently on Instagram as the best social media for talent marketing. But you need to comprehend how to use it. And I left out TikTok, Pinterest, Snapchat, because they are not the best 
for comprehensive talent marketing. They might though be your best choice for something, some specific niche, but I can't cover all niches here. So I have to, you know, I have to give you options or recommendations that are likely to be relevant for the most part of you listeners. So are you using social media consistently or just some Times. Would you like to develop your talent marketing skills and learn how to make the most of whatever you are doing on social media? Join me on my Instagram at handle Talent Marketing Pro. It is a new profile I will use for educational purposes to inform, to inspire, to educate, maybe also entertain you. You. And with you, I mean all aspiring talent marketing professionals. And uh, I also have a new uh, a message for you. We're currently building at Emina an online school for aspiring talent marketing professionals. And by following that handle, Talent Marketing Pro, on Instagram, you'll be on the front line to hear more about that as we progress. And obviously, don't forget about our blogs. If you are a Finnish listener, you probably know our blog at uh, emina.fi. And the English one is at modernemployerbrand.com. Both core talent marketing topics from the modern employer branding angle we represent here at Employee Experience Agency, Emine. So this is all for this week. Do join me again next week for a new episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand. Until then, moi moi!